0: And live more fully in the moment before we jump into the podcast I have a quick disclaimer and an opportunity for you during the course of this podcast you will hear many pauses these pauses were left here intentionally each pause provides an opportunity for you to practice presence real-time no matter where you are in the world Some pauses are initiated and you will be asked to pause and breathe. Others will seem to happen out of nowhere. However, use each pause with intentionality. Use each pause to deepen your presence. This audio is taken from a live stream, Power of Pure Presence, that streams live every Sunday at 10 a.m. on E360 TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Roku, and many other platforms around the world. Each broadcast is streamed live from a location out in nature. You will hear sounds, nature, people. Each broadcast is an opportunity to practice presence. While most of the audio is very good and the connection is good, there are moments where those pauses happen. We encourage you to use those pauses to practice presence wherever you are in the world. Let's jump in.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Power of Pure Presence. Simplify. I want to welcome in our audiences today, YouTube, Facebook, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Roku. And if you're on the podcast, had a little interlude by the river here, skimming some stones. Lots of noises, sensations today. I'm standing right adjacent to this root system of tree here that was uprooted by the erosion. I'll share that with you. You can hear the river in the background. Hear the cicadas. The sun is still low enough where it's filtering through the tree leaves this morning. Lots of sensations, changes in the air. But this moment, we're here for a moment, and what we can do is begin to. Focus on the breathing, the power of breath, still being studied to this day. What it does for us, the simple things can be elusive as it is with simplify or simplification. The simple things can be most elusive. A boat in the background I want to invite you to breathe in through your nose just for a minute or two. I've studied this book by James Nestor called Breath. It was a New York Times bestseller. And James Nestor didn't just study breath. He literally closed off his nose passage for like weeks and uh, came to the conclusion scientifically that mouth breathing is, is not good for you course, occasionally, but to become a a person who breathes in through the nose, most of the time, actually has a positive impact on your health, as he proved in that book. So just take a moment here this morning, if you're on the playback, just breathe in through your nose. On this Labor Day weekend, take, take some breath in through your nose. See if you can take a Nice, slow inhale through the nose allowing the belly to expand and then exhale find a nice comfortable rhythm for you and do a few breaths on your own and, um, and just allow this moment to unfold you never know what's gonna happen so pause and breathe in through the nose pause Ushering in that breath as a part of the show. And it's the idea to make it a practice in your life. Later today, tomorrow, as you come off a Labor Day weekend and maybe go back to work, you're going to be faced with some moments, the minutes. The hours are going to go by. <clears throat> You're going to be asked to do a lot. You're going to create to-do lists in your mind. You're going to do all those things, but at some point, it's about taking time to pause and making it a practice. A practice. <clears throat> something that is not about going and and, uh, meditating for an hour. Although you can do that. It's not about uh, doing yoga or anything like that. It's just conditioning yourself to take time throughout the day to pause and breathe. You are, in fact, when you do that, you are conditioning your mind and your nervous system you're ushering in calm and you're able to live from that place better decisions which improve relationships improve your biochemistry improve all of your capacities just through the simple art of learning to pause and breathe at the appropriate times throughout your day throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout the year, throughout your life. And it's so subtle that we can miss it. So let's talk about simplicity today. Simplicity is simplify. I'm going to start with a question. What is it that you, what area of your life requires simplicity? What area of your life most requires simplicity? And why? Why simplify? Why why do we simplify? Of course there's some obvious reasons. But I'm competing with the noises of nature and airplanes now <clears throat> if you are in the comments on the playback maybe just type in why they why you would simplify And most people getting this are going to be 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, maybe beyond. And if you think about it, accumulation happens automatically. You don't have to think about accumulating. You're wired to accumulate. You're wired to go get stuff. We're not necessarily wired for simplicity. We're not wired to let go. We're wired to go and and accumulate. We're wired to always to get somewhere, and that's the whole premise of this. So what I want to do is, I'm going to do a little case study for you, which is uh, referenced before as Henry David Thoreau, who in the 19th century decided that he was going to go live intentionally. And he stayed, he uh, left, I won't say he left, but he He went to live on his own in a cabin in the woods that he built. It would be considered poverty by most standards. But the irony is he found wealth. He found wealth of mind, body, and spirit in what most people would call poverty. And he lived there for two years, two months, and two days. And he wrote this book called Walden. And so today I'm going to share some quotes because he would be, he would be uh, what I would consider an extreme case. And I would say, rather than looking at simplicity as uh, I'm just going to live simplistic, I'm just going to get rid of everything. I'm going to go minimalistic lifestyle. That, that That's kind of aggressive. And some people do that. And maybe that's necessary for some folks. But I, I liken life to uh, seasons. We have seasons of accumulation and seasons of letting go. Seizing seasons of complexity, seasons of simplicity. But I would venture to say that most people today, in today's day and age, are seeking simplicity. So I'm going to share, I just pulled out a couple quotes from Henry David Thoreau, because to me, he's a pioneer. And and not only was he a pioneer, but he, he captured and wrote about it. In a way that we can go back and read. And I don't agree with everything, every philosophy that Henry David Thoreau stood for, but there's certainly gems in his writings and work and the way he lived that we can take from today. So as I'm going to share some of these quotes, I want you to think about why is simplicity important? Why is it important now? Is it important now? You know, just ask these questions and maybe there's some things you need to let go of <clears throat> so this was a henry david thoreau letter he wrote to uh, somebody i do believe in simplicity it is astonishing as well as sad how many trivial affairs even the wisest thinks he must attend to in a day how singular an affair he thinks he must omit. When the mathematician would solve a difficult problem, he first frees the equation of all encumbrances and reduces it to its simplest terms. So, simplify the problem of life, distinguish the necessary and the real, probe the earth to see where your main roots run. Probe the earth to see where your main roots run. There's that simplification. Tony Robbins says, complexity is the enemy of execution. And I, I believe that to be true. And what, as you, as you reflect on your life, what could be reduced to its simplest terms, even in what you do? Like, I was thinking about this for myself. It's like, I create, I speak, and my intention, and I have an intention. I create, I speak with intention. I create, I speak with intention. So, what what could be reduced, what could you take and reduce to its simplest forms for you? And then this, I love this one. This goes hand in hand. As for the complex ways of living, I love them Not. However, I much practice them. In as as many places as possible, I will get my feet down to the earth. So in these two sentences, there's a lot. I'm gonna read it again. As for the complex ways of living, I love them not. However, much I practice. In as many places as possible, I will get my feet down to the earth. So what I'm, the way I interpret that is, it's so great that Henry David Thoreau's going. I don't crave complexity. I love them not. I, I don't like it. However, I too am guilty of practicing it. You see, there's no utopia here. And then he says, in the contrary, which I love in as many places as possible, I will get my feet down to the earth. And what I, the juxtaposition of these two sentences is that even when he's in this world where he's fallen into the trap of complexity and he's going, it's as simple as let me get my feet down to the earth. The simplicity of feet touching earth before earthing was even popular. Here you go. And then it, It connects well to the previous quote where he says, Probe the earth to see where your main roots run. And I love this, these two quotes, the way they play with each other and connect. When's the last time your feet touched the earth? I got shoes on right now, but I'm telling you, I'm going to take them off before I leave here, and I'm going to put my feet on the sand here, maybe on the grass, and just enjoy it. And then a couple, couple more quotes, or one more quote here. A man is rich in proportion to the number of things he can afford to let alone. And the thing that I added here, I mean, this simplicity goes kind of hand in hand with minimalism. And when you think about it, I wrote this down. I think complexity, clutter, in many respects, comes from a subtle, invasive fear that runs behind the surface. It's the fear of not having something. Motivates us to keep it, and if we're not intentional, and we have this fear, and we don't, maybe we don't know about this fear, then we we start to accumulate, and then we start to create complexity. And if you think about this, this how we do something is how we do everything. So, the ability, the this fear that allows us, that causes us to accumulate. Physical stuff can also happen mentally and emotionally. We can feel a fear of letting it go. We get some kind of uh, certainty from holding on to it and then we create complexity in our minds and we're not definitive in our intention or our approach and then things can become heavy and it's hard to let go. Simplicity the iron the irony of simplicity is that it's not easy and it can be complex because you want to use the same complexity that created your problem you want to use that as a way to simplify so this is you say this again the the mode of operation that you've been running that caused your complexity unthinkingly You want to use that to get back to simplicity but it's just merely a letting go it's merely letting it alone it's it's embracing the fear of what if i don't have it when i need it and then saying well i could get it maybe you have a backup plan where you could get that said item or maybe you don't need that certification maybe you could hire someone else to do it instead of feeling like you have to know everything Think about simplicity in terms of emotion, mentality, thought, overthinking and complexity, right? Don't they go hand in hand? And then there's a moment of, oh my gosh, it's right in front of me the whole time. I know you've all but you've had that experience where you might be overthinking something and the answer is right in front of you the entire time. And I, I know I've had this experience Take a moment to simplify and be in this environment. I'm gonna pan around here a little bit. Maybe take a moment to pause and breathe. Let's see if we can walk away with I want you to walk away with something today. Maybe we start, you start with simplify. The first thing that comes to mind, cleaning out a drawer getting rid of something that you've been holding on to you think your physical space is a good trigger to initiate the process let's take a moment i got this i'm gonna go here look at this root system here In closing, maybe just write down the word simplify today. Get a fresh piece of paper, a journal. and Just write down the word simplify. And then just write the next word or sentence that comes to mind for you. And regardless of how small, the action is to simplify therein lies the beauty simplify by starting with simplicity as i said earlier avoid the mode of operation that got you in too entrenched into complexity is not the road back to simplicity simplicity is the road back to simplicity and simplicity can only start simplicity, and that is what is the smallest, simplest, easiest place for you to begin the process of simplification, and simplification, at least the last time I have studied this and looked at it today, comes from what we are willing to let go of or what we are willing to let alone. A man is rich in proportion to the number of things he can afford to let alone. And then I'll leave you with this. Simplicity is the law of nature for men as well as flowers. Honor your complexity for what it has done for you and also be willing to let it go. My name's Austin. This is Power of Pure Presence. This is Simplify. Simplify. Have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thanks for being here.